Today is November 24th, 2020. This is episode 89 of Back to Normal. So let's get started. Okay, today I'm going to be taking uh, a look at the political question. Is this the closest we are going to get to a concession speech? Um, so yesterday we got some news that uh, the this is this is getting right into it. Um, yesterday we got some news that um, the General Services Administration uh, is has written a letter or wrote a letter. The head of the the administration, Emily something, her name doesn't actually matter, and I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, wrote a letter basically saying, basically saying, yes, we've been obstructing the transition so far, um, but we can't fully obstruct it any longer. And so without actually saying that Joe Biden has won the election, I can say that he will be able to access, he and his transition team will be able to access funds relating to the presidential transition, because that's how our government works. And basically we'll see who the winner is, but but for now, you can use this money that the winner would theoretically get, um, which I think is just it, like, honestly, I should include I'll include a link to the letter because it's hilarious if you haven't read it, um, especially if you're in government, because it's just the most it's a document that says the most without saying anything. And I just find it it's a masterpiece of BS. Um, but basically. What I want to talk about today is that the first steps of the presidential transition are finally happening. This is the, I would say, the very first step of recognition from anybody um, in the Trump administration. And, and I guess the head of, Je of the General Services Administration is kind of part of the administration. Like, whenever anyone says the Trump administration, I always think of like the Justin Trudeau um, government. And it's like, yeah, I get that. Like, for MPs, for Liberal Party members, like, yeah, sure, call it that. But there's so many people in the government that have nothing to do with the the prime minister. They're not chosen by him. Um, he's never met them, like all these things. And I, I, I do wonder, is this person, has, has she been posted there by Trump? Is she like, is she loyal to Trump in any way? Does she have any reason to be? Other than the fact that I guess he could probably fire her if he wanted, because he seems to just fire anybody he wants willy nilly. Um, but anyways, that always struck me as weird. So I don't actually know what her background is, if she's been there for like 20 years and and, you know, she's just been pressured to not let this happen until this point. I, I don't know. But um, regardless, it has been too long. This is not by any means a concession. That concession actually still needs to happen. But the transition is happening anyways. And it's good to see that finally. Uh, there's at least some acknowledgement from the machinations of government, um, people actually being able to do things um, relating to the transition. And so presumably, I guess that means Joe Biden's team will stop fundraising or will like really stop pushing for fundraising because they've, they've been fundraising, first of all, to defend all the lawsuits that the Trump campaign was doing um, to try to steal the election back. And um, they were also filing lawsuit um uh, not filing lawsuits they were also fundraising because typically you use government money you have funds from the public services administration to do a presidential transition and and neither of those things had happened um fortunately it seems like most of the lawsuits that the trump campaign has put together have not had any real solid legal ground and so they're pretty easy to just dismiss out of hand um so my next thought 
when we like wondering, is this the closest we'll get to a concession? Will we ever see a speech where Trump says Joe Biden won? I'm done fighting this. It's it's over. I don't really know. But what I'm much more interested, honestly, is what Trump is going to do with the rest of his term. Having now done the slightest little thing to um, to start the transition, is he now going to stop pushing so hard on these lawsuits, stop pushing on all, all these extra recounts other than the one in Georgia that was going to happen? It was basically going to happen anyways, because um, because the the numbers are so relatively close. Uh, they're not anywhere near close enough that a recount would realistically do anything. And even if it did, um, there's no <laughs> that's not going to change the election result. There's still there's still more than enough electoral college seats um, that Joe Biden doesn't actually need Georgia. So none of this actually matters in terms of changing the election result. I'm wondering if Trump can now change his focus. Honestly, I, I wish he would just keep golfing, um, to be quite honest. But there is still things there are there are still things i guess that he can do that other republicans and especially in the senate can do and it just doesn't seem like anything positive is going to come out of the rest of this presidency and i i just basically hope that what we do get is just not incredibly negative so one of the things that i keep hearing about is that uh, trump is talking about withdrawing troops from somewhere in i'm i haven't been paying attention because like Honestly, I just can't anymore with this administration. But he's talking about withdrawing troops like mid-January from one of the Middle Eastern countries. I'm not I'm like I said, not actually sure. And I don't actually really like obviously if you're if you're in the military, um, this is theoretically good news because honestly, I don't support just endless war. I don't support war of any kind, but I definitely don't support endless war where you're just occupying countries that at this point basically that this government the government that's been helped by the US government or helped or hindered whatever you, however you want to describe it honestly is like one of the most stable things in the region and like there's always talk about if you take the troops out there's going to be a power vacuum but then like does the US just occupy this territory forever it's like it doesn't make any sense anyways um it's a weird play for me to be withdrawing troops like obviously he's commander in chief he can do it but it's a weird play to be like, OK, one week before inauguration of the new president, I'm going to withdraw troops. Like, is that is that him trying to cement a legacy of like, I'm the opposite of a warmonger? Like, it's like Donald Trump has never really been has never really taken any steps during the administration to be about peace or about less war. Um, I don't know. It's it's very weird. But if that's all he's doing and and is trying to cement a legacy of being anti-war or less for war anyways, um, then great. By all means, take troops out. I'm, I'm totally on board with that. Um, anything else? Like if it's just some weird way to sabotage Biden, like it's not great. But honestly, it's it's a whole weird thing anyways. That's pretty much the least of the possible concerns that I would have about what Trump can try to do with the rest of his time. My only hope is that once he does, like now that the uh, like the machine has started swirring worrying and powering up to transition to Biden is that his enablers in the Senate will stop enabling him so much and will not try to keep pushing any kind of agenda that he personally will put forward. Obviously, they're going to keep potentially trying. I think they're not in session anymore. They might actually I don't actually know how the Senate works specifically, but they might actually just be on break until January. I don't know for sure. The whole situation is weird. 
um yeah i did episode 86 is all about how weird it is that the u.s government just keeps functioning exactly the same as if an election didn't happen for three months it's so weird um yeah that's one of the things i actually wanted to mention in this episode is how fascinating it is to me i mean it's been happening for four years now so it's not new but it's fascinating how like the functioning of government especially like to a canadian the functioning of the u.s government it was never ever noticed never mentioned it just kind of happened we did see like Sometimes they talk about the debt ceiling and we would hear little bits and pieces of like how certain processes work. We heard like about recounts and all that kind of stuff in 2000. But every little minutia of the functioning, like the basic steps of a functioning government are just being completely laid bare by this administration. We all have to learn. We all have to become like government policy experts in order to actually just understand the news of what this administration is doing like nobody outside of government or people who needed contracts for government or whatever has ever heard of the general services administration i we have the equivalent in uh in canada which is it used to be called procurement something um but it's like basically a general i don't think it's called i think it's called just shared services canada now um but like I've heard of that because I work in government, but having before I worked in government, I'd never heard of this. It's just like some mundane administration, like government entity that gives you resources for stuff. It's it's so weird that um, and I guess like it's weirdly fascinating that you get this this inner view on how the government works. And it's all because it's all because of this terrible, terrible administration that is, um, yeah, it's turning all of our norms hopefully into future laws because there's just there's just no way that there's no way that this behavior should not be punished and losing an election is not punishment enough to make sure this doesn't happen again it needs to be like i've been hearing talk some people are like convinced that biden's going to pardon trump uh, i think it's much 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 more likely that trump just pardons himself and then um spends the rest of his life honestly saying no you can't prosecute me i pardon myself and we can discuss we'll sit there discussing the legalities of whether you can pardon yourself uh honestly it would be uh, this is just like stupid and and um not at all realistic but it would be so ironically hilarious to me um, just because of all that horrible harm trump has done to the to democracy to so many people all of that would be if he pardons himself and they try to pursue charges anyways, and it ends up going to the Supreme Court and his Supreme Court has to rule because obviously that just because you pardoned yourself doesn't mean that you can't be held accountable for anything you did. Um, that would be so funny if it was his Supreme Court that had to do that, because there's no way the Supreme Court would say, oh, yeah, you pardon yourself, you carte blanche, just walk off into the sunset. There's no way they could do that. That would be insane. Um, the best part about the Supreme Supreme Court is that these lifetime appointments and so once trump doesn't have power i mean once he appoints them and they get confirmed they have no reason to be loyal to him they're only loyal to their own ideals which are conservative ideals but the conservative ideals are not trump ideals so it's it's all very weird so i want to wrap up this episode which is ostensibly about uh, a concession speech and what what it means now that the transition has technically formally begun is I am so curious to find out whether Donald Trump will ever give another public speech as a politician. I'm sure we will hear from him on on place. I'm not sure if we'll hear from him on Fox News. He's got a lot of friends there, but he's made a lot of enemies there too over the last few weeks. Um, but I'm wondering even, I, I definitely don't think we'll get a concession speech, but I'm also wondering if we will actually get 
any public appearance, any public speech of any kind outside of potentially yelling more about the election um, between now and January? Will he give another address, another public address? Not a press conference, like an inappropriate press conference from the White House, not any of that kind of stuff. But will he give any speech? And I suspect he might not. He might just disappear, like not resign, but just like stay in the White House. He might just camp out there for a couple months. Um, I definitely, honestly, I can't see him attending the inauguration. I just can't. It, it just doesn't seem if it, if he did, that would honestly potentially be the biggest thing he's done like the most human thing he's done the entire time so i mean honestly fingers crossed that would be a very human moment for him but i don't think it's actually going to happen anyways i'm going to leave it there for now what do you think do you think we're going to see a concession speech do you think think we'll hear from trump ever again um as a politician before january 20th um i'm curious so let me know on twitter if you have any thoughts about that uh, i am rob attrell that's a-t-t-r-e-l-l -L, and i will talk to you tomorrow Bye.